You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. If you're not making the sales you want to make, this episode is just for you. In today's episode, I break down three common reasons why your offer isn't selling and the one skill you need to develop to make more sales. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about what to do when your offer isn't selling. Now, the first thing I want to go ahead and say here is that there is no one right answer here, and that's really the takeaway from today's episode. I think that so often I will see my clients when a program isn't selling immediately freak out and they want me to tell them one thing that if they do this, then people will buy their program do more Instagram stories, do more Instagram lives, do a reel, you know, sell in the DMs, whatever it is, when it's never just one thing. And even if you did add that in, sure, maybe it would work, maybe it wouldn't. But the actual skill that we want to develop here, what we actually want to practice, the tool that we need to use is discernment. So we have to be able to discern, to be able to judge, identify, figure out quickly why something is not working. And a lot of times it makes sense when something isn't selling that you would take that very personally, right? Because we're talking about money. We're talking about the finances of your business. We're talking about your personal finances. So it makes sense that you would maybe feel overwhelmed. And it is a default for a lot of people to shift into self-blame and judgment. And they think that they're doing something wrong. And that will then start to really cloud their judgment and they're not able to neutrally observe the situation and be able to pick out why it's not working. Why is my offer not selling? And I'm going to go ahead and give you a few of the most common reasons and dive into some of those just so that you can maybe start to practice that discernment of, is this why my offer is not selling? Is this why my launch is not working? But really the key skill here is to be able to step back and observe the situation and figure out how your results make sense. Because a lot of times when there's that emotional charge of my offer isn't selling, what do I do? It doesn't make sense to us at all. So we want to throw a million different things at the situation to see what will work. When really, if we just step back, look at the situation, there's probably maybe only one or two small changes that we need to make that are going to create the big results for us. So here are some of the most common reasons that I see an offer not sell. And I'm going to explain how you can figure out if this is actually the case. And it's usually pretty simple. It's pretty easy to spot, but not if there is so much overwhelm and so much emotional charge. So the first one is that you're not actually selling it. So I will sometimes have clients come to me saying, Sabrina, I'm selling my program and nobody is buying. And then I'm like, okay, let me go look at your Instagram. I'll pull up their Instagram on the coaching call. I click through. Okay. I haven't seen it be pitched yet. I've looked five days ago. Nope. Nothing pitched a week and a half ago. Okay. I see that you pitched the offer a week and a half ago. How long have you been selling it? I've been selling it two weeks. Okay. So in those two weeks you posted twice and the last time was a week and a half ago. And that is typically what I tend to see happen a lot is people think that they're selling it so much more than they actually are because it feels so heavy and so present in their mind 
but it then kind of stops them and slows them down from actually executing and taking action. So just very simply, if you feel like your offer is not selling, write down and you know tally up how many times have you actually sold the offer. Selling it once, not enough. Selling it five times, not enough. If you're a brand new business owner, even selling it 10 times might not be enough. When I am really, really, really launching an offer, like a hardcore course launch going for like 300K, 400K, 500K launch, I will be selling that program one to two times a day, every day for usually like 30 days or something. And I'll have let my audience know for weeks or even months in advance that this launch is coming. So everybody knows and everybody has seen over and over that this offer is for sale because something that you really need to be aware of here is, well, why do I need to sell it that much? Shouldn't people see it? Just because you posted about it five times doesn't mean people saw it five times, right? You are competing against the algorithm. You're competing against, you know, people's attention spans being, you know, the limit of a goldfish. Like people really are just not, I think, going in depth with content the way they are or, or the way they once were, right? People used to, I think, spend a lot of time, you know, reading blogs and observing things and watching, you know, big videos. But I think nowadays with all these 30 second reels and 60 second reels, people just kind of scroll really quickly. They're not necessarily getting to the very bottom of your very, very long post, seeing that you're pitching an offer. So you have to make it very obvious and hard to ignore, very impossible to ignore that you have something for sale. And if the fear is, well, I'm being too salesy, you need to get over that. Like, I get it. Oh my God, I'm so afraid I'm going to be too salesy. But like, what's the worst that could happen if people think you're too salesy? If they don't buy from you because they think you're too salesy, they're probably not a client you would want to work with anyway, and they were never going to buy from you. You know, if people think you're too salesy, then the people who would say that aren't the people you want buying from you and the people who are around you watching you who are probably going to be inspired thinking wow i wish i had the balls to sell that much so just just sell your offer the second reason why i see very oftentimes an offer not sell is that they do not have an audience to sell to and this is one that is sometimes frustrating for people to work through because they're like but i want to make money now and i get that but you don't have anyone to sell to like you could sell it a million times but if you have 14 instagram followers and you're getting zero likes on your posts and nobody knows who you are you could have the best offer ever but the problem that you need to solve is building an audience and that's why business is so kind of intersectional cross-dimensional I don't even know what the word is but it's just so complex and not in a sense that it needs to be hard but it's not enough of just I made my offer and now I sold it you have to have an audience right you have to have people that you're nurturing to you have to have people that you're selling to then you have to actually be able to deliver the offer then you have to be able to upsell then you have to be able to retain the client like there's so much more to it than just I posted on Instagram like it's a much much bigger game than that so the problem to solve if you do not have an audience is you need to start thinking about well, how am I going to grow that audience? You could be selling every day, but if you're not nurturing every day, it's not going to work. So how can you nurture your audience? So one way that I nurture my audience is I put out two podcast episodes every week, every Monday and every Wednesday, we have a podcast episode go out. These are free episodes. I very rarely, if ever talk about, um, you know, programs I have for sale, I might every once in a while say, you know, I've got a masterclass, but for the most part, we don't really pitch on this podcast. Do I talk about my offers? Heck yeah, I do. Do I talk about them as teaching points? Yes, but I'm not necessarily like pitching 24 seven. But the reason why that then becomes powerful is I choose to believe that because I am putting out 104 podcast episodes every single year with so much free value, so much good value that when I do make that pitch, it is going to land a lot better 
because of all of the goodwill that I built up with my audience ahead of time. You know, we put out um, emails every week. We put out Facebook posts and Instagram posts and we do free workshops and all of that adds up so that I have built an audience that is really interested in my content. They're really interested in what I have to say. They, I got so many messages. I have talked about Clyde so much lately on the podcast, um, which how could I not? He's the cutest dog ever, but Clyde had some skin issues. And when I posted on my Instagram asking for help and suggestions on how I could get him to stop itching. I got hundreds of messages and that was weeks ago. That was probably a month and a half ago that that happened. I am getting literally every single day or every other day, some random person will message me say, how's Clyde's skin? Is Clyde doing better? Is he feeling better? And the reason why that happens is I have a connection with my audience. I have a relationship. I care about them. They care about me. I invest into them. I pour into them. I provide a lot of free value and free content so that when I do sell my offer, it's really easy, right? Because for me, my belief that I have always taught my clients is that your value is your pitch. And so for me, when I give free value like this all the time, that is my pitch. I don't do sales calls anymore because I don't need to, right? You can go listen to 20 of my podcast episodes. And if you think that I know what I'm talking about, and if you think that I sound like a nice person, and if you like my client results, which is why I do my client crush case studies, and you think that she sounds like someone I want to work with, that is going to sell my program for me. It doesn't matter what I say on the sales call because I have already pitched myself over and over and over again every single time I show up and offer value to my audience. So if your offer is not selling because you do not have an audience, that is the problem that you need to go solve. How are you going to provide value? How are you going to nurture your audience? And when you do have that hot audience, then you're going to be able to sell really easily. Now, the third kind of most common reason why I see an offer not sell is that there is no urgency. Now, urgency can be either internal or external. Internal urgency is I have to make a change. I'm so fed up. I'm so done. I need to do something different. External urgency is this offer is disappearing in two days or the price is about to go up or spots are running out. So that external urgency or internal urgency is going to get someone to make a decision. Now, what I think is important to say here is we are not trying to get our potential clients into a fear-based state. We are not trying to push them into a yes, but we are trying to get them to make a decision. The decision could be yes, or the decision could be no. But the point is without that urgency, it is very likely that your audience will not make a decision because the way the human brain works and just the way energy works is a task is going to take as much time as is allotted to it. So if the task is I need to make a decision on whether or not I sign up for Sabrina sales course, as an example, and I give you three months to decide if you want to sign up for that sales course on the second month or third month, day 29, right right at the end, that is going to be the day that the most people, the majority of people will make a decision because they had three months to decide, so it took them three months to decide. You've got the nerds who wrote their paper the day that it was assigned, and they did it straight away. There are some of those, but the vast majority of people will wait until the deadline, and that is when they're going to make a decision. That's when they're going to write their school paper. That's when they're going to do whatever it is because that's just how their brain works. It's very common for that to be the thing. So knowing that then we create urgency with our audience, again, not to put them into a fear-based state, but just to get them to make a decision. Now I gave you a couple of reasons why an offer isn't selling. And what I want you to be able to do is figure out, is this true for me? So for the first one, you're not actually selling it. Very simply, am I selling my offer. Count up the number of times that you have pitched your offer. 
For the second one, you don't have an audience. Very simply, how big is my audience? How engaged is my audience? How many people are opening my emails? Okay, I have three people opening my emails. Well, let's say a standard conversion rate in your industry is 2%. You know, you would need a ton of people reading that email just to get one client, right? So it's just understanding very neutrally what's happening. Well, I don't have an audience. Okay, well, how do I fix that? I can either build an audience, buy an audience, or borrow an audience. What am I going to do next? The third one I gave you is there's no urgency. Very simply, have I been speaking to the internal driver, the internal decision to make a change now? No. Okay. Have I talked about the offer closes on Friday? No. Okay. And so just starting to get curious, starting to get aware of why your offer is not selling. Some of the other reasons I see that the positioning of the offer is off. So it just isn't packaged right. It isn't positioned right. Um, You're not really speaking to the transformation. You're more so talking about what's included, which is not fun for people. It's the wrong offer for the target market that you're serving. So let's say you're serving brand new business owners and you're selling them a hundred thousand dollar package, not going to work. Maybe it's been really simple, you know, easy, silly reasons like tech issues. The email didn't go out. Okay. We'll send the email out, right? The copy isn't optimized. You're not doing your mindset work, whatever it might be. The skill here that you want to develop is discernment. Why is my offer not selling and what can I do to change that? So really just getting curious about that so that you can then go make a plan. And if there was one prescription that I would give everybody, if their offer is not selling is to do your mindset work, you need to do your mindset work. You need to get your offer Um, your brain behind your offer. You need to really believe that this can sell. You really need to believe that this can be successful. And that mindset work is going to help you get into that neutral state. So if it's feeling so charged and so overwhelming and so cloudy that you don't know what's wrong, mindset work is going to bring you back to neutral so that you can figure out why it's not selling and then make a plan of action. I hope that this episode was helpful and I'll see you in the next one. 